You're listening to Inside the Pacific Northwest with Andrew and Sophie. Hi, 88.9. It's Andrew and Sophie back for another episode of Inside the Pacific Northwest with Andrew and Sophie. Hi, Andrew. How's your soup? Very delicious. Very delicious. It's a little spicy, but you know. Mm-hmm. So Andrew soup. and I have been um, having some troubles trying to find a good time to record because um, <laughs> ironically, we're both pretty busy, even though we're in a quarantine. Uh, we have a scheduled time to record at around Thursday at 3.45, but um, it kind of got pushed back to Saturday at 12.30. So here we are recording. We're all prepared. Um, I told Andrew well, to you're do prepared. some research, but he didn't really do any. Are you prepared, Andrew? As ready as I'll ever be. All right. So this is our second episode. Our first episode didn't go super well or as well as we expected, but it wasn't awful. So um, we're excited to produce our second episode of the podcast. How do you feel? I'm excited. Mm -hmm. So we're working on airing um, around three every Saturday, and that's when we'll be posting to Transistor as well, uh, as we've said. And um, our general manager, Joe Bryant, shout out. (laughs) Um, We talked to him, well, we sent an email a while ago and we said, hey, can you put us on the air at like three? And he's like, cool, I'll put you on at three and nine and like some other time. And I was like, wow, we're on the air a lot. So maybe it won't just be three. So uh, make sure to tune in to 88.9 and uh, keep listening. So our other website, our, our website from Transistor, um, I've still been working on it. We're still working out a few kinks and it's not um, completely updated and fully renovated, I guess. Um, I haven't had too much time to make it, <laughs> but it busy. will be, I know I have been really busy. Um, it will be completely finished very soon. So do you want to start us off with our first current event? Because he actually told me about this. Yeah, so the first current event that we've prepared for today is the West Seattle Bridge and the, um, what's what's the haps over there in West Seattle? So the West Seattle Bridge is located, obviously, in West Seattle, and it's 36 years old. Um, it opened in 1984, and um, it spans across the Duwamish Waterway. Um, but as of right now, um, construction workers noticed cracks in the center of the bridge that uh, grew to over about over two feet in less than a month. So that's probably not the safest thing to have on a bridge. Yeah. So as of right now, it's closed until around 2022. Do you know if they're going to um, completely destroy it and then rebuild it or they're just going to try to repair it? I actually don't know. I think right now they're just trying to repair it. But I mean, maybe if um, more problems arise, they might have to completely destroy it and get a new bridge. Isn't that a pretty busy bridge, though? Yeah. So I'm taking a summer school class right now, uh, a philosophy course. And uh, my teacher, he lives in West Seattle, and he's been telling us that it's really difficult to get to Mercer Island. I mean, not that he's been coming... To Mercer Island is often anymore because he's not teaching in person at MAHS. Yeah. Um, but it's taken him like two times as long or like a lot longer than it usually does just because the bridge is closed and it's, there's detours, but I mean, it just makes your route a lot longer 
and all the traffic and speeding levels have increased. So it's, (laughs) I guess you could say more unsafe. So it's pretty difficult. I wouldn't be surprised is if they had to redo it, they would start it right away because, you know, construction in Seattle, I guess with every big city is always happening, but with a, you know, really popular bridge like that, you know, where thousands of people commute, you know, they just, I don't think it'd be hard for them to have it closed for almost two to three years. Right. But um, they have opened the low West Seattle bridge to the general public between 9 p.m. and 5 a.m. And school buses can use that route anytime. Not that there's many running right now, but um, it's just part of the bridge that hasn't cracked through the middle. So, and the cracks in the middle are, are obviously not humongous, but it's not safe to drive on the bridge. I mean, just because the cracks are two feet and they grew in like less than a month. So that's We could scary. probably make it worse, you know, more cars until right, they really right. find out what the problem is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, if you wanted to know, the bridge is 2,608 feet across. How, um, how long is a football field? I should that, know this. I actually, I know I should know that. Too. Isn't it 100 yards? Um, totally not going to Google it. <laughs> well, I mean, because you have all the 10-yard lines. Or, well, maybe it'd be like 120 because you have the touchdown zone. 100 yards. No, you're right. right oh, let's honey. go. I'm yeah. so good. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't, I don't know. I haven't gone on the West Yale Bridge that many times, but I know – you know, it's definitely a, you can, you really kind of need a bridge there. So. Right. Yeah. It's pretty important. It's a lot. It's like, I think um, I was reading one article and it said maybe a hundred thousand people cross it every day. And now they just have to find new detours and it's just, it's a lot more difficult just to go on with their normal lives. And especially because of our situation right now with coronavirus, it's even more difficult. So, I mean, I can't even imagine. Yeah, especially once things start to reopen, you know, because I, I know traffic is starting to kick up, but, yeah. you know, and even well, a couple more months, it's going to be really, really bad. Yeah, hopefully they'll be able to work on construction more and figure out the problem. I mean, the problem is obviously the cracks, but how to stop <laughs> them. <it>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The worst of the it. worst, they're going to have to rebuild the bridge, you know, that's not right. easy. But, you know, also you can't just put a Band-Aid on it and, you know, might, you know, if it's a big problem, you know, you might be able to delay it, but at one point you're going to have to rebuild it. So Mm -hmm. I'm guessing if they'll have to rebuild it, they'll repair that one for a year or two and start to build another one like right next to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I don't really go to West Seattle very often. I honestly can't remember the last time I've been there, but there are a lot of people of whose lives were affected by the bridge being closed and it's just, it's kind of a burden for them and mm-hmm. it's kind of annoying, <laughs> I would guess. All right. So our tourist attraction of the day is the Seattle Aquarium and it is located on Pier 59 in Elliott Bay on the Seattle waterfront. Andrew, have you ever been there? Multiple times. Yeah, I think it's it's, it's cool awesome. Place. Just mm-hmm. everything about it, you know. First of all, you're right up against the waterfront, so right. You know, yeah. when you go there, you just water all around, and then you go inside, and then you see all these different um, sea creatures, and it's you know everything mm-hmm. about it. it. It was 
recently remodeled, right? Or no, it's just actually pretty brand new. Past um, five or eight I, years, right? Yeah, I don't remember hearing about any um, renovation, but that might be the case. I'm not quite sure. But it's pretty. Um, it's pretty new. Yeah, it is pretty new, and it's very cool. There's a lot of interactive exhibits and just um so tickets range from 20 to 35 dollars and they're open daily from 9 30 to 5 p.m 9 30 a.m to 5 30 p.m and um in the aquarium the aquarium is home to birds mammals cephalopods invertebrates plankton and so many other creatures and my favorite and, the sea otter oh yeah the sea otters are always really cool to go see yeah um yeah, and the Seattle Aquarium's mission is um, inspiring conservation of our marine environment. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, I think every big city has an aquarium, but... Um, I think the you know, Seattle cool. one is really special. Yeah, also because, mm -hmm. you know, it's just right next to a big body of water. Right, so. and they, yeah, mm -hmm. and a lot of their, um, their wildlife is... Uh, Puget Sound based which is really cool and I think it's really cool to learn about I mean mostly when you think of an aquarium or like marine animals you think of like oh Hawaii fishes fishies coral reefs but um, really there's a lot of um, wildlife in wildlife in the Puget Sound and um, Pacific Northwest as well mm -hmm. and thousands if not millions have been to the aquarium um, mm -hmm. just just really everything about it it's really big you know definitely take up um up to a couple of hours you know if you're really that interested and it's just yeah you know every everything about it is so cool mm -hmm. and there's there's things for everyone like there's things for little kids and then teenagers and just like I mean I don't want to say like elderly people but people of older <laughs> age who are <laughs> looking for a fun little adventure and I just think it's it's really a place for everyone and it's fun. And it's just, I mean, I remember a few years ago, um, my friend took me there just like for a little celebration for her birthday. And it was the, one of the most things, one of the most fun things I've done in a while. And it was really nice to go see all the, like, and there's really cool touch tanks there. And um, it was cool to go see all the wildlife in the aquarium. I don't think it's open right now, is it? I think actually they just reopened and I mean obviously you're required to wear a mask um, but I haven't actually looked at their reopening plan um, but let me check that out right now. Yeah all I know is that you know before all this um, yeah again what's really cool about it is they have um, massive tanks where you can you know put your hands in and yeah, learn so a special a technique tanks. to mm -hmm. um, pet them. Is that the right term? Right. At the yeah. underwater yeah. animals. Yeah. 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 So looking at the Seattle Aquarium website right now, it says that they are open, but um, online tickets must be reserved in advance and face coverings and masks are required. And it's mostly like a one way street for all the little hallways and exhibits that you go through. Um, it's definitely not the same experience, but they're doing the best they can to make it special for everyone. And they also have um, virtual field trips. Um, oh yeah I've heard a lot about um zoom camps they're um they're holding I mean usually they do like summer camps at the aquarium but this year they can't so they're doing things online mm -hmm. um, so that's pretty cool and um another thing I find that's really cool sorry um another thing I find that's really cool is um their live webcams that they have 
I think that's pretty awesome. Oh, so you yeah, can just go have... online and yeah, watch just the little sea otters do what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Is it live 24-7? I don't know if it's 24-7, but um, a lot of the time they're live. Yeah. And then, of course, there's um, animal and education educational videos if you want to learn more about octopuses, sea otters, um, you name it. There's videos on Andrew, it. Andrew, I think there's... it's octopi. Is it octopi for plural? Oh, yeah, it is. Come on. Come yeah. on, Andrew. <laughs> there's uh, tons of fact sheets and um, just mm-hmm. a lot you can do, even though they're not open right now. Yeah. Um, so also going to the aquarium, it's it's super fun, but it's also super educational, and it's a good thing to learn about. I mean, um, one of their main goals is to preserve wildlife, and um, I think that's a really good thing to go learn about and do at the aquarium. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And also, um, if you visit their website, uh, you can find places to donate uh, to conserve wildlife as well. Yeah. And, you know, just just everything, uh, I guess, you know, everything about it is pretty great. Um, I know my favorite are the otters. Um, They actually Mm -hmm. sometimes poop on um, (laughs) our boat. But um, when, you know, they're pretty cute. So besides the fact that they poop on our boat, you know, sea otters, river otters. Mm-hmm. And then all I the remember going fish. down to the waterfront with my mom. Um, we didn't actually go to the aquarium, but right by the aquarium, there was like a little group of otters and they were just swimming around on their backs and kind of just hanging out and having a good time. Yeah, they're adorable. But I also heard they're, they can be pretty vicious. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. towards fish. And then if they have kids, I think even towards bigger mammals. So right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, when you're like riding a ferry boat, they're cool to see in the water. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. actually, uh, one time we were on a ferry going to Bainbridge and there was a whale. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. It I've never crazy. seen a whale on a ferry. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, it was the, they actually stopped the boat so oh. we could see it. It was, mm-hmm. it was a pretty big sized whale. I wonder if I have any yeah. pictures of it, but I know they were talking about it like they've only seen it. Um, they've only seen the captain only have seen like three whales in the 30 wow. years that he's been doing it. So I was very lucky to see it. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to well, see that they're still around. Yeah. Well, at least, you know, near us where we can see mm-hmm. them. But Right. Yeah. Well, super, fairies super are cool. a topic for another day, but that's pretty cool, Andrew. <laughs> So our little snippet of history for today is where Andrew and I both um, reside, uh, the (laughs) history of Mercer Island. So Mercer Island was named after Judge Thomas Mercer. um, Was he a judge or is that just his first name? I do believe he was a judge. I didn't really look up too much about that, but um, he was one of the first residents. Mm -hmm. So um, Charles and Agnes Olds, the island's first family, were um, the two, um, were the first family to live on Mercer Island, and um, it was founded in 1960. It's home to Paul Allen, or it was home to Paul Allen. Um, He owned a mansion on the water, which was pretty cool, and home to Howard Schultz, a um, big member of the Starbucks Corporation. And it's and now, about six miles from Seattle, and you can take I-90 eastbound from Seattle to get there. And before, you know, um, the first people went to Mershon, of course, had to go on boat because the mm-hmm. bridge wasn't built. But yeah. um, a, lot of, a lot of people, um, especially 
um, richer people who, you know, work high up in Amazon, Boeing, Microsoft, Minecraft. Starbucks. <laughs> I said Minecraft, I meant Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, Starbucks I don't think a lot of people from Minecraft for sure. Yeah. So a lot of them <laughs> live around um, Mercer Island or Bellevue. So, um, right. yeah. But when, when was the bridge built? 990 bridge. To go I'm not over. sure. That'll be have to. That's ha- that's something you have to look up too. Because I know it might have been founded in 1960, but um, my friend um, Mason, he actually his dad has pictures from Mercer Island like 40, 50 years ago, and they had like a bowling oh, wow. alley. Um, oh really? Had, I didn't know that. Yeah, they had a Dairy Queen, uh, a Wendy's. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. my super, dad used to cool. my dad grew up on Marsh Island as well and he was telling me that um most of all the little like kind of like the shopping areas I guess you could say like QFC and on the south end and the north end they used to be just like parks kind of just like Pioneer Park just kind of like open spaces with lots of forestation and it's crazy to think about now that there's all these apartments and um, I know but seeing pictures mm-hmm. back then it's just really cool to see you know yeah, Old I think it's really nice. And Wendy's. Yeah, I know, right? I think it's really nice how Mercer Island is kind of just like a secluded little suburban area, and we're really lucky to live here. But it definitely has its pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll know anyone from Mercer Island. I mean, besides their um, community, a lot of them don't know. Um, you know, the culture is all kind of the same. There isn't really a lot of diversity. Right. And you really mm-hmm. kind of don't get an experience for real life until you're out in college and even out of college. Yeah. So it's it it's nice. It's really safe. But, you know, it always comes with its pros and cons. Mm-hmm. It's kind of something to take into consideration that um, everything on Mercer Island is definitely not like the real world. I guess you could say it's kind of like our own little bubble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people really love it here. Some people, you know, can't wait to leave. Uh, yeah Um, Mm -hmm. maybe not even like Mercer Island maybe Washington you know it's just it's not for everyone it's um Mm -hmm. you know the kid I I know a lot of people who you know there's parents and um people that they see around that kind of I guess this is with every community but you know I definitely know friends who hear a lot of parents like complaining and stuff about like young kids and then you know most of us are yeah. like, okay, we're, we're ready to, you know, leave and start mm-hmm. something new. Mm-hmm. Well, it, I definitely think it's a cool place to live. <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy to think if we were, you know, born 50 years earlier, we, you know, there's actually not a lot of activities you can do on Mercer Island besides like walk around the parks and get food and right. stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, back then they had bowling alleys and tons and tons of other stuff. Now that, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that should, would be cool. We so should. If this, if this, um, you know, blows up, I think we should start our own inside the Pacific Northwest Bowling Alley. Okay. That's a good we idea. We can do that. Think. We'll definitely do that. Andrew, yeah. I don't think we even have any downloads yet. Well, to the viewers <laughs> that are listening to this, it might only be no one. one. It might be. It might <laughs> Just be ask Sophie. me editing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if this ever blows up, we're gonna make a Pacific North inside the Pacific Northwest bowling alley and all the, um, that's a great way to spend our money, Andrew. All the pins are going to be little trees. That's kind of cool. I actually like that. And like the bowling ball is kind of like decorated as like a ferry boat. Or maybe it's a rock. 
That's kind of lame. We could do more. There's rocks you know, everywhere. Depending on the sizes. Like a fairy could okay. be like, you know, a heavy tent. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're or, getting really into like this. like a space needle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all the sides are with trees and stuff. That'd and actually like, be kind of cool. I'm, I'm not lying. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So one little cool fact about um, Mercer Island is that the high school Andrew and I both attend, um, Barack Obama's mom and Dunham attended MIHS, which is really cool. And then they moved to Hawaii. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that Barack Obama attended the same high school as my grandfather did? Not at the same time, but... What was it in Hawaii? Punahou. I think it's... I can't remember what the actual name was. I know, it's, but is it in Hawaii? Yeah, it's on Oahu. Mm. That, that's really mm. cool. Yeah, that is cool. Okay, so that's pretty much all we have today. Sorry, it was kind of a quick episode, but um, next episode we will... Um, bring in more topics, cool things about the Pacific Northwest, and also not just Seattle area. We've kind of been talking about mostly just the Seattle area for a while now, so we'll be branching off into places like Oregon and other cool stuff, Um, and we're hoping to grow our podcast, um, you know, just kind of make it a cool thing that Andrew and I can do for our high school career, Um, so make sure to tune in um, every Saturday at three, and um, yeah, we can't wait for our next episode.